0: Yo, What's up everyone, and welcome to episode 5 of Mundo's news program I'm recording this on April 26th, 2023 I'm your host Mundo Carillo I hope you guys are doing well Me? I've been doing well, you know, just chilling out Here in Pacos, New Mexico Trying to, uh, I don't know, I'm just hoping for some warm weather, man You know, it's been cold, it's been rainy, it's been windy It's been allergy-y It's not a word, but I'm gonna make it a word it's just it's kind of been a little rough but uh you know what real spring and summer are on the horizon so it's not too bad it's not too bad there as far as the news goes you know i think the biggest news this last week or so has actually been the news itself tucker carlson has departed fox news Uh, that happened on monday he was actually fired i believe they separated ways officially but he, he got fired you know what i mean and that comes less than a week after the company settled a defamation lawsuit for $787.5 million, which is the biggest disclosed settlement in a defamation lawsuit. A lot of times, settlements aren't disclosed. So as far as we know, this is the biggest one that's been disclosed. So um, probably the biggest one ever. That's huge. a million. <laughs> I got to add the $0.5 million. That was brought on by Dominion which makes voting machines, they had sued Fox News because the network had been, the network's host had been saying that Dominion had conspired to rig the results of the 2020 presidential election. Of course, they didn't have any actual evidence of that. In fact, some of the documents made public from the lawsuit show that people at Fox didn't even believe that, but they were going to keep saying that because they wanted to keep viewers and they didn't want them to change the channel. I'm not sure I, I did. The New York Times, I didn't, you know what? I didn't watch Tucker Carlson, all right? I, I don't watch cable news. I think it's horrible. Just That's just me. I just don't, I can't, I can't take it. So I don't watch it. I never watched Tucker Carlson. So I don't know much about his show or what he's all about or whatever. But, you know, I, I have to go off w- what I'm reading here, guys. And um, so the, the New York Times, that he didn't really go into the whole, um, you know, the whole election being rigged, at least by Dominion on his show. But he did say some racist stuff. <laughs> Um, Like a few years ago, 2018, he did say something about how immigrants crossing the southern border of America were making America poorer and dirtier. And um, yeah. But the funny thing is that all that stuff may have not actually been his downfall. It may have been comments that he made about Fox News leadership and Donald Trump himself that got him in hot water. These private messages became public during the lawsuit. He just, again, just kind of a, I don't know criticized the executives at Fox News. He said he absolutely hated Donald Trump, <laughs> which you wouldn't know that by, I think, watching Fox News. You know, but um, yeah, so actually those two elements may have actually led to him being fired. And, you know, the, the, the defamation lawsuits one thing. That's, that's a big payout that Fox News has to make. But also, I, I believe that Tucker was their number one guy. He was their number one show. He had that 8 o'clock primetime slot which is apparently a coveted slot. Again, I don't care. <laughs> like I'm like I'm watching news at eight o'clock. You know what I mean? But yeah, highly rated, and uh, he's gone. He'll probably land on his feet somewhere, I imagine. But yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's gone. It's been a weird week at Fox News with the um, you know with the settlement. They were about to go to trial. They had selected a jury and everything. They were about to get going on that trial, and you no, know, they set, they settled right before they. Fox News probably didn't like what was going to come out. I mean, a lot of time a settlement, you know, and i probably explained this a million times to you guys, a, a settlement's like kind of similar to a plea agreement in criminal court where you just, you know, come to an agreement. They probably just didn't want to take the risk at trial because they would probably have to pay more money in the end if the jury found in Dominion's favor. And they probably wouldn't have liked the stuff that would have come out at trial. Again, just the documents that came out um, were pretty damning. I think the most damning thing was executives not even believing in the whole rigged election thing, but still rolling with it anyways. And so they probably would not have liked what was going to come out of the trial. And in fact, Carlson himself was expected to testify at the trial, but you know, never got the chance. So that happened on Monday. Also on Monday, Don Lemon was fired from CNN. He had said some sexist stuff a little while back about a woman being past her prime and that kind of got him in hot water. And I guess, um, I don't. Know, he was probably on the on the hot seat ever since. Again, don't really watch cable news. I'm just telling you guys this because this was some big news this week. This especially Tucker Carlson. Don M is not as big as Tucker, so he didn't get as much play. But uh, you know, if he was fired on a different day, <laughs> maybe um, maybe it would have been a bigger deal. But two uh, two big guys at these cable news networks out on the same day. So a lot of shakeups going on in cable news this week. I do remember seeing a clip of um, John Stewart absolutely just destroying. Tucker Carlson and his co-host on Crossfire on CNN. That happened in 2004, but I didn't watch it until maybe like 2007, 2008 in one of my political science classes in college. And yeah, John Stewart, you guys should look it up, actually. It's really good. Just look up John Stewart on Crossfire. He just destroys these guys saying that they're hurting America and stuff with their, I don't know. I forget. <laughs> but it's good stuff. It's absolutely good. So that's back when Carlson used to wear bow ties. Like He doesn't do that anymore, I guess. And as far as the lawsuit go, goes, guys, I think this really proves that Fox News isn't really interested in actual news. They were just doing whatever they could to keep people watching, even if that was willingly saying stuff that A, couldn't be proven, and B, that they didn't even believe it in the first place. And that's not news to me, man. That's really not. to You know, trust me, I know, you know, as a former journalist myself, I, I know, you know, all about keeping the audience's attention and making sure people come back and, you know, consume your products because that—that was—that's what keeps you alive as, as a journalist. You need the audience, but to outright lie, to do it, it's just—it's just not news, man, and it's just not right. It's unethical, if you ask me. And Dominion called him on it, filed a lawsuit, and Fox settled. I mean, a settlement is in no way an admission of guilt, you know, or anything like that. I believe so. We need to remember that, folks, but. It doesn't look good. <laughs> it's just the appearance of it doesn't look good. Again, it appears to me that they were not gonna like what was going to come out of trial and we're not gonna like the possibility of having to pay a lot more money. So yeah, pretty pretty damn stuff. I think that's all I have to say about that. Who who gives a shit? <laughs> all right, moving on. I should mention that the charges against Alec Baldwin have been dropped in the shooting of Helena Hutchins about two was that two years ago? That was about eighteen months ago. In October of twenty twenty one on the set of Rust here in New Mexico actually not too far from where I am that case was a little you know it was just completely mishandled by the prosecutors in Santa Fe ever since those files were char- ever since those charges were filed first they filed involuntary manslaughter charges against him and then his lawyers were like you can't file these gun charges because the these charges that you're filing against him they weren't uh, on the books they weren't um, laws in New Mexico when the shooting happened, so you can't do that. So the the New Mexico lawyer, uh, prosecutor, was like, "Okay, um, we'll uh, drop those in, or we'll we'll downgrade them." And then the lawyers for Baldwin had also pointed out that the special prosecutor appointed in the case, Andrea Reeb, was a state representative at the time, or she she still is a state representative, and she can't actually she can't actually be a prosecutor. You know, while she's a, a state representative, she can't try cases. So they pointed it out, and then she dropped out of the case and then they brought two new special prosecutors on and not long after they were brought on the charges were straight up dropped <laughs> so the whole time this entire time Baldwin's lawyers have just been wiping the floor with the prosecutors here in new mexico and it's just been a little embarrassing if i'm being honest i mean they were just they were just destroyed like at <laughs> like at every turn you know so that was completely mishandled i i said at the time when the charges were filed, that I was surprised that they were filed because I didn't think that Baldwin was going to face any kind of charges. I thought it would be on Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the armorer, who was still facing involuntary man, involuntary manslaughter charges. So her charges haven't been dropped. And I think, personally, that she's kind of the one who's more responsible. I mean, she it was her job to make sure that no live bullets were in those guns. So, you know, I think it kind of falls more on her. But, yeah, anyhow, charges against Alec Baldwin no longer exists. Although, they were dropped without prejudice, meaning they can be refiled. But, um, I just don't think so. I don't think it's happening. Speaking of Rust, the movie actually has started filming again in Montana. The New York Times had a good piece about it. They actually went on set and wrote a story. No weapons on set at all. No No real weapons, no real ammo. The armor on the set, the new armor, he told the Times that he made the bullets... Uh, from scratch they're either rubber or wood and painted gold to look real the guns don't fire at all he takes the guns from the actors after every shoot and hides them in a safe i mean they're doing everything they can to make sure that the firearms don't um, don't harm anyone again if you guys recall a, a gun that alec baldwin was holding fired and uh, hit helena hutchins a cinematographer in the chest and went through her and hit director joel souza in the shoulder miss hutchins died and um Souza was treated at the hospital and released. And you know what's crazy is Joel Souza is still directing the movie. Now that's love for the craft, man. And in fact, Helena Hutchison's uh, husband is an executive producer on the film as well. So it's kind of strange, but I didn't think that those two in particular would have anything to do with the film. I'm surprised the film was even happening in the first place. But from what I gathered from the New York Times story is that they, um, they really want to honor her in doing this movie. And maybe that's what drives them forward. And maybe that's what brought some people back. I read to, like, you know, a couple of actors didn't return and stuff. But it um, seems like they got a lot of people back. And um, it's interesting. I, I didn't think it was going to happen in the first place. But not only is it happening again, but some of the people came back. And I don't know. I don't know what that says. I guess that means that they really do want to honor Helena. And that's pretty cool. That is cool. Because, obviously, she, I mean, she loved making movies, I imagine. <laughs> I don't think that's something you kind of do on an accident, you know. But um yeah, so Rust is, Rust is happening. We'll, we'll see what kind of movie it is. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be tainted forever. But we'll see. We shall see. So Joe Biden has confirmed that he will in fact be running for president again. And that sets up a possible rematch with Donald Trump. Oh boy, wouldn't that be great? I'm sure we'd all love that. <laughs> Donald Trump versus Joe Biden again. Again. Now this isn't a surprise or anything. I mean, the incumbent usually runs again if they could have another term but you know there was like a will he won't he won't he kind of situation for a while because he's 80 years old and if he's elected again he will turn 86 in office which is old man i now don't have any 86 year old listeners, so i can say that (laughs) an 86 year old has no idea what a podcast even is so uh, i'm sorry yeah 86 is old brother (laughs) um yeah Yeah, as of right now, it's still early. It's still 2023. Ron DeSantis is expected to kind of jump in there, although his star seems to be kind of falling. We'll talk more about him in a second. But as of right now, Trump seems to be kind of the biggest Republican candidate. Nikki Haley is also a strong candidate, but that Republican voter base, they really do love their Trump. So I think as of right now, he's probably the strongest uh, Republican candidate. Right now, Biden's easily the strongest Democratic candidate. We'll see what happens there. if <laughs> The Democrats kind of conspire against him and to get someone else. Just because with someone so old, I think there's this f- fear or not. I won't say fear, but there's this um, worry that people won't vote for someone so old. You know, I know Trump's not only a couple years younger than him, but, um, you know, it's just uh, I think. People are kind of tired of old guys <laughs> in office, even though they kind of keep getting elected there. So I don't know how that goes. I don't know how that works, fellows. I think no one votes in primaries is how that works. But <laughs> anyhow, yes, Joe Biden, it is confirmed. He is running again and will possibly go up against Donald Trump. Once again, hopefully not. All right, let's get back to the uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. The uh, drama between him and Disney continues. Disney has actually sued him and other officials of Florida because a five-member board that DeSantis appointed to oversee government relations at Disney World had revoked their ability to self-govern themselves, and they believe that that was in retaliation to uh, some of the criticism that Disney has leveled against DeSantis in recent months, especially over the, the Don't Say Gay bill. Things like that. So, um, yeah, they're claiming retaliation and have filed suit against DeSantis. So the drama at Disneyland continues. Disney World, rather, continues between Disney and Florida, which Disney World is Florida's biggest taxpayer. So, yeah, kind of a struggle. Just thought, I'd throw that in there for you Disney people. That's about all I got for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to the Patreon supporters, Daniel, Tony, Andes, and Emily. I really appreciate you guys. All right, folks, that's all for this week. My name's Mundo, and I'm out. Peace.